Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Siri. I just wanted to let all my listeners know that I appreciate you, and I appreciate the support that you've given to me and to my podcast. Uh, I'd like to ask that if you find one tiny little scrap of value in this, please like the post or the actual publication, the, uh, the, the, the podcast, wherever you're listening. Leave me a comment, give me a review, and please share it with your community so we can all grow together. So last week, we poked fun of Hollywood and their attempt at portraying the left of normal person. In the end, we concluded that while some of the portrayals aren't bad, they all do fulfill the primary purpose of those shows and those movies, which is to entertain. Now, I was thinking about this, and I realized I forgot to mention one left of normal character that I didn't really expect to be on the spectrum. But then while I was watching the show, it made more and more sense, and the writers actually did a lovely job of weaving some of the more left-of-normal characteristics into this character. The show is a mini-series called The Chosen. It's actually kind of an independently produced show that follows through the life of Jesus. But each episode tends to focus less on Jesus himself and more on the interactions of those around him. So obviously there's a whole lot of artistic liberty on the lives of the disciples and others in Jesus' sphere. But it does a great job of showing a more realistic view of of life in that part of the world during that time period. And it's not the long-haired Caucasian Jesus wearing nothing but flowing white robes that we tend to see a lot in American depictions of the time of Christ. So the left of normal character is actually the Apostle Matthew. Uh, If you know your Bible, Matthew was a tax collector before he left it all to follow Jesus. In this show, he's socially awkward, he has great math skills, and even though he's generally hated by everyone, he does the job for a couple of really good left-of-normal reasons. One, he's good at it, and two, he doesn't have to try to feign social aptitude. Aptitude being my word for the opposite of ineptitude. But the writers scripted in some of these other little bits that build his character in a way that if you understand left to normal people, you recognize it. Uh, his best friend is his dog, about the only other being that he spends time with. Uh, he carries his hands kind of up in a way so that he's protective and he can provide a little stimulus if he needs to. He's very kind-hearted, but he's misunderstood. All in all, I give this portrayal a stamp of approval because it shows that the spectrum isn't a new thing. It's been around for a long time, and it has been misunderstood for many hundreds of years. So, this leads us into our discussion for today. 
on how treatment of mental illnesses, diseases, and support for conditions like ASD are often just seen as money-making deals. Instead of being focused on the actual treatment and the betterment of society, they're often seen merely as a way of making a boatload of money. There are obviously a handful of cases where benevolent people refuse to profit immensely on their discoveries. For example, Jonas Salk uh, is credited for coming up with the vaccine that eradicated polio. He never patented it, saying it was owned by the people. But for most pharmaceuticals out there, they are driven by the almighty dollar. Just take a look at Pfizer's Uh, reportings for 2021, they had revenues of over $81 billion, and their net income was just a little over $21 billion. Now, keep in mind, those numbers are double their profits from 2020. And of course, that's a bit skewed because of the COVID vaccine that they hardly had to market at all and pushed it through quite rapidly, so research and development costs were much lower. Anyway, if you look at many of the other major pharmaceutical companies out there, you know that most of them are reporting just as inflated numbers, huge profits from selling, in my opinion, drugs that are with drastically inflated price tags. Now, if you happen to click through the link that I posted on Facebook on Monday, There's some discussion on using ASD research as a growth market. Uh, If you're wondering what a growth market is, growth markets are just those that are poised to grow rapidly. Uh, It comes from the stock market term where growth stocks are companies rapidly growing, whereas value stocks are those with a little more stability and usually like dividend opportunities. You can get into stock market terminology at another time. But what's it mean when ASD research is a growth market? What that means is we're just getting started in understanding what this condition is all about. In the last couple of decades, research and understanding have changed very dramatically. We know more about why the brain brain works the way that it does, and we can actually look at the brain. We can scan it and see how it's functioning. And with a better understanding of autism in general, now, quote-unquote, treatments are poised to take off. I use treatment in quotes because this isn't a disease. It doesn't need to be treated. So the article talks about how in the next seven years, the global market for autism spectrum disorder treatments is projected to grow from $1.9 billion to a $3.1 billion market, basically uh, double in the next seven-ish years. But what is this market? What does it even do? So there are some biotech companies, and they're working on things like a blood test to find a biomarker for autism. A much simpler way yet small children that may or may not be on the spectrum, they could do a blood test and see what's going on. Other companies are using technology to help teach and 
communication and interpersonal skills. And then there are funds and initiatives and various other resources. The problem with it, all of this that I see, is that they're still being driven by the dollar signs. Now, granted, I understand that money makes things happen and research is expensive. But part of me says that when something is for the greater good of humanity, profit shouldn't be a motivator. Such as things like cancer treatment should, and research, it should be costs only. People, sh- Companies should not be making a profit on saving people's lives. Now, of course, this turns into a bigger problem. Uh, the free clinics, the reduced cost clinics, the uh, community clinics are completely overworked because there just aren't enough people with the benevolent attitude to work there when they can make a whole lot more money working somewhere else. But how do you get around that? How do we keep moving forward with research in the latest medications, therapies, and devices without falling into the greed trap? Well, Barron's that posted the article I linked to on Monday is a financial news site. The point of the article was to encourage people to look into this market as a great investment that's likely to explode in the coming years. And so we can put our money where our mouth is. We can find these companies on the leading edge of ASD research and invest in them. Now, sure, they're going to be making profits from their discoveries, but if you are investing in the company as well, you get to share in those profits. But I wanted a little feedback from my listeners. What do you think? How do you feel about the for-profit medical community? Go ahead and uh, just hit me up with a comment on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. This podcast is promoted on all three of those platforms, so whichever one you happen to click through from, just leave a comment there. I'll find that shortly, and we can uh, see what everyone else thinks about this. Investments in general are just going to be a a topic for discussion for another time. But for now, you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right, and if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Please join the Facebook community and feel free to ask any questions you have. Remember that money makes the world go round, so go ahead and hop on board. And of course, share this with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.